When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Before the game kicks off, let's ramp it up with college football overtime. Here's, here's, here's Garrett Chapman and Abe Gordon. Monday night, Michigan takes home a national championship. Uh, and they do so with a really impressive showing. Uh, they absolutely, and, and I know for a while it felt like the game was close and then it got out of hand late, uh, but they do end up winning uh, 34-13, a, a big margin there in the fourth quarter. They outscore the Washington Huskies 14-0 in the fourth quarter. And what this came down to on a number uh, of facets was the difference in what we saw from Michael Penix against Texas and what we saw from Michael Penix against Michigan. And and there's a lot of angles there. Obviously, we talked about it. It's going to be tougher for Penix because the Michigan secondary is much better than the Texas secondary. We knew Texas gave up big plays. Michigan, not so much. That played itself out. Also, the ability of Washington to handle the Texas front didn't quite do as well against Michigan. They did only allow one sack. But you saw Penix. He was under pressure all game long. He was hit multiple times. In fact, we did see uh, some remnants of some injury uh, or playing hurt, a lot of grabbing of the ribs or the hip area uh, after some of those hits. Again, they weren't sacks, but contact was made. So it it goes back to what Garrett and I had talked about Monday morning. And you look at some of the things that Michigan does well, and they showed up in this game. Uh, I know Blake Corum went for over 100 yards, 134 to be exact. He had his two touchdowns as well. But it was really Donovan Edwards who stole the show early and often, I guess, for two of those touches, 40-plus yard rushing touchdowns twice in the first quarter. That, That proved to be the big separation between these two teams. Washington's defense actually settled in and did a good job against J.J. McCarthy, but the early rushing attack and then the late rushing attack proved to be too much. Um, And look, we can credit the Michigan offense scoring 34 points. I had said it's going to have to be over 20. It certainly was that by the end of the day. But this, to me, was really about the defense for the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, Michael Penix dropped back 51 times. Uh, completion percentage was down, uh, completed just 27 of the 51 passes. He had an interception to start the second half, two interceptions overall with just the one touchdown. And and the key was two big throws that he ended up missing early on. Uh, There was a fourth and goal that, uh, look, it it looked bad at the end of it, 
when he threw it, the receiver was not open. It turned out the receiver did come open as he was letting go of the ball. If you could have that back, certainly you would. Uh, and then there was another throw, which Penix just simply missed, would have been uh, open for a touchdown. So a, a tough go accuracy-wise for Michael Penix in this one. And the other aspect, we had questions. You had to. Dylan Johnson, how healthy was he going to be? It turns out not healthy enough to aid Penix and the offense for the Huskies. He gets the ball on the first play. He, he immediately gets stepped on. He hurts the one ankle that was working well. Uh, ended up with 11 carries, 33 yards. Again, a lot of that is because of what Michigan was able to do defensively. So Michigan comes home with a 34-13 to 13 win. Uh, and, and immediately the questions began. Uh, what are we looking at in terms of Jim Harbaugh? What are we looking at in terms of J.J. McCarthy? Is he possibly going to uh, turn pro? Um, it, it was an outstanding season from the Michigan Wolverines. You do wonder how some of the off-the-field stuff is going to impact how we look back at the season they had 15-0 and later on. Connor Stallions, uh, Harbaugh missing half of the team's regular season games due to suspension, stuff like that. Uh, look, people are going to ask, I personally don't think it matters because the games were played and we saw what happened. People are going to ask, uh, is there potential of this um, championship, this banner eventually being stricken due to um, the scandal, stuff like that. It, it doesn't really matter to me. We all know who played and who won the games. Uh, and full credit to the Michigan Wolverines for doing what they did. Uh, and Garrett was right. Uh, Garrett was right about a lot of the, the, the factors in this game. I was on top of this as well. Uh, I, I mean, we talked about how teams could win, who needed to have big games. And what it really boiled down to was Michigan's players uh, played a a as a unit. Um, I, I don't think anyone was extremely special as a standout standalone player. Uh, like I said, Donovan Edwards early, Blake Corum late. Uh, they both go over a hundred yards, 134 for Corum, 104 for Edwards. Both have two touchdowns. Uh, JJ McCarthy was efficient, uh, threw for 140 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, 10 of 18 uh, on the night for him. So, um, again, just don't cost your team the game. Let the defense and run game ride yourself to a national championship. And that's what happened for the Michigan Wolverines. It was a very complete effort. Um, the, the game was competitive and you go back to the end of the first half coming into halftime in Washington, coming out into uh, the second half, they received ball, but Penix immediately throws an interception. There was a chance there when uh, the score was, what was it? 17, 10 going into half. Washington had just scored a touchdown. They come out with the ball, an opportunity to potentially go down the field and tie the game. Penix gets contacted. His own offensive lineman steps on him as he's trying to release the ball uh, into the flat and, and it gets picked off and, and Michigan pretty much rolls from there. So, that was the big difference in the game, the two interceptions for Penix, but specifically the one coming out of halftime. Michigan, again, defensively and run game got the job done. They were able to put pressure on Michael Penix and affect what he was able to do and affect what Washington was able to do. There was not time for the Huskies to do what they do down the field. Roma Dunze had 87 yards, five catches, just a 17.4 average. He did have one long one. Uh, 44 yards, but that was the longest one by far. You, you look at some of the other 
playmakers for Washington. Jalen Polk, his longest reception, 15 yards. Jalen McMillan, his longest reception was 12 yards. Uh, Jack Westover had one as well, but his longest reception, just 12 yards. So uh, outside of uh, Roma Dunze and the 44-yarder, nothing over 15 yards down the field for um, for Washington. And, and that was the name of the game for them. Find a way to create big plays. Unfortunately for them, it did not happen. And Michigan is your 2023 national champions. The last team to win the national champions out of a four-team playoff field. Congratulations to the Wolverines. And like I said, they now face a couple of questions. Jim Harbaugh, is he going to the NFL? A lot of people believe so. If that is the case, does J.J. McCarthy follow him? I personally don't believe J.J. McCarthy is quite ready yet. It would be incredibly difficult for him to be one of the top four uh, quarterbacks taken in this draft, uh, even with his stellar combine. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens to him. If Harbaugh does leave, I would have to imagine that Sharon Moore is handed that job. Um, if not, it could be a wild, wild coaching carousel. 